Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Don't forget, you got a couple more days to enter the BetMGM Football Survivor Pool Challenge. You register for, of course, a BetMGM Sportsbook account. If you haven't already, you probably should have one. I don't know why you don't, but if you don't, you can do it or log into your account. You go to the Promotions tab and you access the BetMGM Football Survivor Pool Challenge. It's presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. It's a free-to-play game. You create your entry. It's free. You choose a team each week. You know how these survivor pools work. And if you're the last player standing... You can win a grand prize of $100,000. But the one thing to keep in mind, you got to create an entry and select a team for week one, which, of course, September 7th, right? Well, we're past that, but for this week to be eligible for the grand prize. So you got to get in there before week one's totally done. Pick a team. I didn't mean to ding that bell, but you can, you know what? We'll ding it. Why not? Get in there and sign up for it. It's perfect. Week one's here, Trista. We already had the Lions and Chiefs give us one hell of a game to finish thing up. But we've got a thousand other games now moving forward. We'll start with the Panthers and Falcons. And these are two teams right here. So the Falcons are three and a half point favorites. That total's gone down from about 43 and a half to 39 and a half. But like, when I look at these two teams, I say two young up-and-coming teams. One has higher expectations than the others if you're looking at the Falcons. Like, the Falcons have become where the I feel like the Lions were last year, where you're like, ooh, oh, okay, wait, they got a, they got a shot here. Right. There's something brewing with this team. They've got a million guys that can run the football, but also some weapons out there, receiver, tight end, where there's a couple of spots that you can go. But we know the Falcons love to run the football, right? The lowest design pass percentage in the NFL last season, 49%. They're the only team that threw the ball less than half of the time. So this is a team that can go out there and they're going to, you know what's coming and they're going to be able to do it with the weapons they have. I Look, I go into this game and think you're probably looking at an under. There's a reason why the, the total has dropped so much. I lean Falcons here because I just don't know what I'm going to get from Bryce Young. Desmond Ritter we've seen a little bit from. The offensive line's better in Atlanta than what you've got going on in Carolina right now. I mean, Bryce Young was running for his life. They're going to really try their best to put him in a position to succeed, probably run the football themselves too. They ran the ball well at the end of last season. So this 39.5 is kind of on that cusp where you're like, that's a little bit of a low number, but there's a reason why it's gone to that point now. So if you're going to go anywhere, you may be leaning under. Maybe even look at the first half and a couple of the totals that are there too. Yeah, I'm probably interested to see how the Falcons attack the Panthers defensively um, because we know that there's a lot of question marks about Desmond Ritter and whether he's going to be able to throw the ball and mm-hmm. how much. And then you've got a stable of running backs in the Falcons. You've got Bijan, obviously, who's going to be the workhorse. Uh, you've got Tyler Algier, who was awesome last year, had over a 1,000 rushing yards. And then you still have Cordell Patterson, who's this kind of do everything back, does some special teams work, can get into the slot a little bit. Do you see what they listed him, by the way, as? What? They made up a position called Joker. Oh, okay. For him, because it's based on the Joker and, like, different appearances and all that, I guess. Like Joker's Wild. Yeah, Arthur Smith came up with it. I think it's actually kind of funny. Like, you know, there was, who was the guy from Michigan years ago? Um, Michigan quarterback. He played for the, the Jags. And he was, uh, they listed him just as offensive weapon. Denard Robinson. Yes, Denard, Denard Robinson. Robinson. Thank you. I was like, I could see yeah. him in my Shoe, head with shoelaces. the dreads. Did he have the shoelace catch? Wasn't that him too? Reese Davis, I think, called I think him. That's I think that's right. I think you're right, yeah. I'll look at him. All yeah. right. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got him. He's, he's old, but I think he'll still be effective. Mm-hmm. And you want to try to make things as easy as you can for the Falcons. They're at, the, at home, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. The, the, the line has moved. It was three yesterday, and then you got injuries to DJ Shark 
and you have injuries to Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is questionable, and DJ Shark is out. So the weapons for Bryce Young diminish, and everything sort of stays the same for Atlanta. I'm looking, though, so I, I like... I like Atlanta, minus three and a half in this game. First half is minus two and a half. I actually like that a lot more, minus 120. I like them both. And then I was looking at this, though, the rushing props for Bijan, because that's where my mind goes. The rushing yards for Bijan is 69 and a half. Nice. nice. Um, <laughs> and if you look at what Carolina did last year, they were 22nd in run defense. Uh, and so I don't see that getting a ton better. And you've got, like I said, a nice three-headed monster in Atlanta and what they want to do. So if you're if you're feeling like you were saying with Pacheco, a little bit more I want to be conservative because we know that Bijan can do a little bit of everything. Maybe you want to take his rushing and receiving yards at 86 and a half. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's where I would go. Wow, Desmond Ritter's passing yard prop is 198. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, I, a lot of these week one games, too, we're going in a little blind to a point. Totally. Look, so are the bookmakers. I mean, we, there's not that much that you can estimate in terms of what Bryce Young's going to do. There's not that much you can figure out what Desmond Ritter's going to do, even though we saw a few games. Now, we'll say this. The last quarterback drafted number one overall to win their their first NFL start, you have to go back to David Carr back in 2002. Quarterbacks since then have gone 0-13-1 straight up. What a trend. 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 That's a meaningful one, though. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of ridiculous ones out there. Like, totally. over the last 20 years, these two teams got... I don't care. The rosters were different. Totally. I can look at, like, last year, especially week this one. This actually is, like, a you can actually take something out of this. For trend. me, the, the trends that work, like, you get a little bit more out of, like, this is what this team did against the spread or whatever last year. Because it's week one. And, like, we don't have anything to really go on here. So there's something there. But then there's the stuff that just gets so misleading. Like, look, the Panthers 8-4 and four against the spread as underdogs last season. Covering five of the last six games. That matters. Because that team really turned it on at the end of last season. Do they carry it over into this year? You got Bryce Young. So there's things like that. But, yeah, watching Bijan Robinson's debut... Bryce Young's debut and just what that Falcons offense is going to look like. I, I I just can't wait to see. Like I'm really starting to jump on that Falcons bandwagon. I don't think this is a team that's going to be like a top two seed in in the NFC. Desmond Ritter's got to be lights out for that, and I just don't think he's that type of quarterback. But they got something special there, at least that they're putting together. And Arthur Smith is a really good offensive mind. So the next one up is the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens now nine and a half point favorites. That totals at forty three and a half. Uh, it's moved slightly. They were actually ten point favorites for a, a little while there. And look, I mean, Houston's rebuilding. They got some young talent. We know that they had a couple of two first round picks. Like, okay, but it all comes down to me, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens offense. And just one, what they look like. You got Todd Munkin, new offensive coordinator. You've got wide receivers now for Lamar Jackson to throw the ball to. You got J.K. Dobbins there in the backfield, hopefully healthy, which can certainly make a difference there. Like those are the types of things that are going to matter. The Texans defense allowed the most rushing yards and touchdowns to running backs last season. We're just about to say that. J.K. Dobbins is healthy. Like right now, J.K. Dobbins props, those are the way you want to go. JK nine and a half is his rushing yard number. Oh, I would hammer the over on that and yeah. I would take a J.K. Dobbins anytime touchdown. I love that. J.K. Dobbins number for rushing attempts is 12 and a half. I like that. Uh, I like J.K. Dobbins' longest rush over 16 and a half yards. Uh, I like everything J.K. Dobbins. Like you said, the Texans defensively have been atrocious yes. uh, for a while, even when they had Lovey Smith, which is hilarious. So, <laughs> I like J.K. Dobbins here. They And let's be real. The Texans defensively in terms of pass defense, also buns. They were Tw- uh, 19th in 
20th, excuse me, in pass defense. So about DVOA, the nerd stat that took me pretty much hours uh, to find. You did go on a quest for has, DVOA today. If you, were, if you were interested in DVOA, just know Football Outsiders has rolled up and packed themselves into oblivion, and you have to go to a new website <laughs> to find it. Anyway, all that to say, Lamar Jackson's going to cook. Todd Munkin's no joke. You saw what he did with Stetson Bennett. Uh, and you look at the number, 225 yards and a half. I think Vegas is still learning here. I think yeah. they're, they're going off yes. of and operating off of what Lamar used to be versus what Lamar can be against one of the worst defenses in the league. And I don't think Houston got much better there. I actually love that. So I would probably play a same-game parlay. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson over passing yards. J.K. Dobbins over rushing yards and J.K. Dobbins anytime TD. And if you're feeling a little spicy. Ooh, maybe, maybe. If you're feeling a little spicy, maybe a Lamar Jackson anytime TD as well. When, you know what? Can you put it together? What does yeah, that look I can. like? Yeah, Let me show All right, I'll let you do that real quick because the one thing I do want to... You cook and I'll build this. All right, because the, well, the one thing that like really does... It's not even necessarily a question mark. You know what it kind of is? Like, the Ravens' defense as a whole isn't a question mark, but their pass rush is. Yannick Ngakwe's gone. Justin Houston's gone. And they didn't replace anybody there. So you've got to look at David Ajobo, who only had 21 snaps last year, returning from that torn Achilles. But they loved him. This guy was supposed to be one of their next great pass rushers. Adafi Awe there, too. Like, those guys are going to be their two big pass rushers that you watch. Watch them in this game. See how they're used early, because that's going to show you whether there's a confidence level as the game goes on that Harbaugh says, okay, I can send these guys, can make sure they're going after the quarterback. Because we know, right, the Ravens' defense over the years, linebackers, pass rush, those that's some of their bread and butter right there. So if the secondary with Marlon Humphrey out, like you're, you're, you're in a disadvantage there. If you're still able to get after the quarterback, you got a rookie yeah. quarterback, bad offensive line to the point where D'Amico Ryan's like, yeah, we haven't really decided everybody was going to start for us. That's offensive ho- horrible. Line. That's really bad. You've got a rookie quarterback that's going to need protection. So C.J. Stroud's going to be in for a rough game here. Baltimore's going to go after him and really disrupt that offense. C.J. Stroud's passing number 194 and a half. I would That's automatically wow, yeah. put under there. I think he has 140 passing yards in that game. All right, so the same game parlay, four legs, is as follows. J.K. Dobbins to score anytime. Lamar Jackson to score anytime. Lamar Jackson over 219 and a half passing yards. J.K. Dobbins over 54 and a half rushing yards, which are slightly alternate numbers. That is 10 to 1, folks. Ooh, that is 10 to 1. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put that in my little Take advantage cute, of this really bad Houston sheet. defense. Exactly. And I wouldn't hate if you feel like, oh, well, two two anytime touchdowns is is too rich for my blood and you want to edit the same game parlay. I am very comfortable uh, going anti-C.J. Stroud and going uh, under on his passing yard mm-hmm. prop and adding that instead of of the Lamar Jackson anytime touchdown. So I can do that for you as well. I'm sure it's around the same in terms of uh, – in, in terms of uh, price. Now, you could also, if you don't want to parlay him, which, you know, parlays are what they are. Why just Just take a Lamar Jackson anytime touchdown yeah, on its exactly. own. Take a J.K. Dobbins anytime Facts. touchdown on its own. Throw one of them in there or put them both separate. Like, There's lots of different options, but the key here is, the, the, look, the Ravens are still going to want to run the football adventure, against one of the worst running defenses in the NFL last year. We can choose Ta- our own adventures. Take that adventure, right? <laughs> choose. There's a lot of different adventures that you can take the there. The adventure I'm not taking, though, is Ravens minus nine and a half. That's the adventure is, I'm not taking. It is a big number. And look, the Texans, I know it's a new head coach, but we've seen the last couple of years under two different head coaches. They've always played hard, and they've covered at a, at a great rate for a team that's really bad, and they've had a lot of double-digit or close-to-double-digit spreads that they've been underdogs with 
and they've covered. So there is a chance that Houston does cover in this game, and the Ravens start trying to run the football more to try to eat clock as much as they can, too, taking advantage of that really, really bad Texans defense. So, all right, the next game up. you got the Bengals are two-point favorites at the Cleveland Browns. Totals 47.5 there. And the, the Bengals, look, Joe Burrow's active. He's going to be healthy. He says he's 100%. Do I believe it? Guys always say when they're back from injury, they're close to 100%, if not 100%, let alone the guys that come out and say, oh, I'm in the best shape of my life in training camp. I've heard that a thousand times. But, I mean, Miles Garrett last year against the Bengals, one and a half sacks, four quarterback hits. Like He's going to get after Joe Burrow. And the one thing that concerns me about Cincinnati just a little bit, I actually do have the Browns as part of a five-leg I did a money line parlay. I like doing one like money line parlay every week, like four or five legs. Just just pick them five, four or five teams. That's it. The one thing is the the Bengals started off zero and two last year, and the last two seasons they failed to score thirty points in a game until week six. So they have a tendency to start off a little bit slow, and that was before Joe Burrow missed a lot of camp in the preseason with an injury like we just had now. Now, granted, you've got an offense and. Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins and Jamar Chase that have all played together. So they've got chemistry there. But that doesn't mean the timing's not necessarily 100% right now. So that's the one thing to keep in mind. There may be some early issues for the Bengals' offense, and Miles Garrett's going to make it that much more complicated for him. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, also, on top of that, we've seen that the play calling is very conservative by Zach Taylor, especially early on in the season. And more so... Cleveland, when they've gone to Cleveland the last five times in a row, they've lost by five or more points. Uh, that is what it has been. So you're you're starting slow mm-hmm. as just a matter of who your team's identity is. You've lost a bunch of important members of your defense, like Jesse Bates and Eli Apple. Your star, star quarterback just got paid and is nursing a calf injury, which you can say what that means, but those two facts are true. Uh, and then you've got your history playing the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, and you've lost every time. Mm-hmm. So to me, I've gotten very aggressive on this line, and I have taken the Browns minus three mm. at plus 160. Alternate line, I feel the highest confidence about this of the week because of the history, because of all of the factors, and how this team has started And I think that the Browns have a lot to prove, right? The Browns' defense is going to be very nasty, might have one of the best offensive lines in the league, not going to need to have Deshaun Watson do a lot. And then here's a little sprinkle, sprinkle. The Cincinnati Bengals have allowed some of the most QB sneaks for a touchdown in the league. If you want to take Deshaun Watson anytime touchdown, that is 25 to 1. Oh, wow, that's a great price. Anytime touchdown, Deshaun Watson, 25 to 1. It's a lot better than in the over 235.5 for his passing yards. Nah, who cares? Minus 115. That's, a, that's and you're an talking, absolute sweat. I like yours better. Yeah, that is. And that's that's the like that's the worry too. We're almost I would almost stay away from anything passing yards with him because yes. like we didn't we, we it, well first off, last year I just took the under like every single week. And that was like that was a beautiful. That was Tom. It hit, but it was it was very scary. It was scary because the numbers kept getting lower. I think it started off around like a 235 range. Like and they, they dropped it down under 200 and I'm like, my God, do I want to do this? Yes, yeah. I'm still going to do it. But if maybe there's not a great rhythm early on, but you've got a, you've got a goal line opportunity for him, just run a little QB sneak and yeah. get Deshaun Watson in the end zone, get him a rhythm, get him some confidence. I, Brown, I mean, listen, right now it's starting to look more and more. I mean, there are people that are really into the Browns. Not gonna lie, I love my Bengals though. It's Pet MGM the night.